This episode of the OP Radio Podcast, sponsored by Blue Chew. BlueChew.com, promo code OPOPIE to try it for free. I'm on the Blue Chew right now. Where's my music? What's up, Chad Peterson? I remember you from yesterday. What's up, Adrian and John Jobin? What's going on? What's up, Brandon Hollinger and Lisa Smith? Sup? Sup right back at you. Matthew Appleberg, Sean Rosler, Sean McHugh, uh, Tom Bellison, Linda Murphy. What's up, Felicia? What's up, Lisa Connor? Afternoon, GH. Be safe out there today, boss. Well, uh, we're not expecting any riots at my locale. I know they're expecting some uh, some problems today, but uh, at my locale, I think we're going to be okay. I don't think there's going to be any rioting going on. I don't think we need to board up anything. I'm confident that uh, it'll be relatively peaceful for the rest of the afternoon and tonight. Uh, New Mexico says hi. I love that. Opiwan Kenobi. That's what Brother Weeze uh, calls me. Calls me Opiwan. What's up, Lou DePaulo? How are you, buddy? Uh, let's go to Felicia for the first real comment. This country gonna lose their fucking minds either way. I think so because uh, we got an election going on right now, and half the country is not gonna be happy. It's as simple as that. <laughs> Uh, I dropped something? Oh my god, what did I drop? Oh my god, did I really drop something? What? What did I drop? You dropped your career! <laughs> dropping hammers. Well, I'm proud of my dog because he was dropping hammers about a half hour ago. So here's the deal. Uh, we're back to um, much better scenery. We're not in the bunker. We're not... Uh, in the abandoned house. We're not under a bridge. We're not in my car with the car rocking and rolling because of the wind. We are back on the beach and we're going to enjoy this uh, sunset. Talk about the election and whatever the hell you want to talk about. And that's what I got for you today. Uh, <laughs> I dropped my talent. Where? Where did I drop my talent? Oh my goodness, I dropped my talent. Um... What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I'm feeling much better. That's what I kind of want to say. I don't want it to be a work, but yesterday when I turned this on, I was not feeling good, my friends. I was very congested and very sneezy. And I kept uh, smelling Jackie the Joke Man's weed to make sure I still had the sense of smell. And I woke up this morning feeling even worse. And then I took my kids' uh, Sudafed because I don't have any adult Sudafed. Too much information, I understand. But I went with the, uh, I went with 15. I went with the 15 mLs, and it, 
uh, it made me a little hyper, but uh, it knocked everything down, all the symptoms. And then I noticed that the wind out here subsided. And, uh, and I turned off the heat in my house. And yeah, someone said it. I think it's just allergies. I think everything was a blowing around because we had um, we had winds up to 25 miles an hour out here. The whole house was goddamn shaking. And my house also shakes when we do the laundry, so it's not that big of a deal. Uh, but uh, I think I, I think I feel way better, way better. I was a little nervous. I'm not gonna lie to you. Started looking up some of those uh, COVID-19 uh, symptoms. I went on the WebMD and oh my goodness, you should never do that. Don't ever go on WebMD. My goodness, it's not COVID. I told you I could smell. My uh, congestion is way, way down. I never got the body aches. I didn't have a fever. I, uh, I didn't have a cough. I looked it all up. Well, I'm excited for election day and I'll tell you why, because uh, according to the internet, uh, the coronavirus goes away on November 4th. So I'm very excited about that, that uh, we'll be done with the coronavirus because, you know, it was a worldwide conspiracy to get Trump out of office. And they said, as soon as the election's over, the coronavirus goes away. So that's very, very good news, right? Uh, no dick and balls today, guys. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm really, really sorry. I'm, I'm dressed like a gentleman. I, I'm dressed like a gentleman. <laughs> See, look, no, no hole in the old crotcheroo. Uh, you didn't vote. You said fuck them. Okay, Vincent Scaramuzzo. It won't go away, but you'll hear a lot less about it. No question about that. Oh, that's just silly. That's just silly. That would mean the whole world was in on it, my brother. That's just dumb. Uh, it, Vincent. It's silly because the whole world is dealing with the coronavirus. So that takes that whole conspiracy thing and, and it blows it out of the water, my friends. We'll probably start talking about the coronavirus more if, um, if Biden's elected because uh, they got to fill up their cable news channels with something. And they, you know, Biden's too boring to talk about him 24 hours a day. So my hunch is if Biden does win that uh, the coronavirus talk gets a lot, lot more on all the cable channels. I don't believe Biden's a better choice. Here's my boy, Pat Duffy. Had they paraded out some of uh, the other Democrats that was a rock star, I would have voted for that guy. 100%. 100%. You got Trump, who was a wild, wild president, and the Democrats couldn't figure it out. They just couldn't figure it out. So they throw Biden. They go back to old white guy for us. For us meeting America. Because who knows, maybe I actually want Trump to be reelected. How about them apples? You don't know for sure, my friends. That's going to be a beautiful sunset today. My God. And there's a truck on the beach. Got a couple of fishermen over the top. Uh, I wanted uh, to fish, but I, uh, I just wanted to just uh, chill out today after being all congested. Rest a little bit. Take it easy. So, uh, wait, 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 wait. Too many comments going by. My God. Uh, nice sunset. Do you miss your place on the uh, Upper West Side? How are the kids with living by the beach? Thank you, Sheila, for all that. Honestly, it's made it easier because I was really worried about the socialization. 
with my kids doing you know homeschooling or online learning or whatever the hell they call it these days in the year 2020 but um they're ipad savvy and they're probably socializing more than they ever have they got a whole group of people and they uh they're constantly online with each other for hours and hours a day poor gh sounds sick and what's up carol i was sick i don't know if you were checking this out yesterday i felt so shitty but i feel obligated to turn this on every day so um we got through yesterday and then uh i, I gotta be honest i'm feeling way way better today so is that the same what kids uh, socializing online um i mean it's all what the, it's all what kids are used to my friend i think the problem with being a parent is that's my uh, dog and my son in the background if you could hear that um that we want to raise our kids just like we were raised and that's the stupidest thing you could do they uh they live very very differently than us and they're really about their ipads and socializing online um would i like them to have play dates and whatnot of course would i would i like to go back to the uncomfortable play date because uh in this day and age you can't just drop your kid off at someone's house you have to hang out so you uncomfortably hang out in a room while your kids play it's so stupid and then you have small talk and then you're thinking to yourself oh my god why does my kid like this kid i don't like the parents but now i gotta hang out with them I gotta kill two hours at this house because our kids like each other. Small talk sucks. I hate small talk. My dad hated small talk. There are people out there that love small talk and I hate it. Oh, the record collection guy. Oh, geez, thanks. That guy moved, unfortunately, man. That play date I liked as we were uh, talking about Beatles import records and he, uh, he collected uh, records. That was his gig. He <laughs> that was his gig. He would just go to all the record stores in New York City and, and try to find some rare some rare discs for his uh, record collection. And he was part of a Facebook group. I liked that guy a lot. Unfortunately, they moved. A lot of people moved because of the coronavirus. They took off. So it's weird. My son, uh, he's online learning, and there's like... Even though the kids still go to the same school, they're all over the fucking place. It, 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 as far as my son goes, they're all over the world. One of his friends is doing online schooling from Australia. Wait, did you just say Australia as I said Australia? How weird is that? Scott Davies, I swear I said Australia just as you wrote in your comment, I live in Australia. That is weird, man. Or it might just be the Sudafed. Maybe it's not that big of a fucking deal. I don't know. Uh, you voted because you're an American, Bob Lord? Well, God bless America. America, fuck yeah. Any new documentaries? I, I checked out the Comedy Store documentary series. It was very, very good. The last episode was just okay, though. I mean, the Joe Rogan stuff was really good. Um, but it was just okay. I, I think they just decided they should just wrap up uh, the whole series. I think they should have done at least another three or four episodes of the, the Comedy Store documentary series. Brother man for Trump. Brother man, brother man. You voted from England to get rid of Trump. My God. When's the Patrice documentary coming out? That's a great question, Brendan Yates. The uh, documentary people actually tried calling me today and they emailed me. Uh, so they need something from me for the documentary. I got to get back to them. But uh, I honestly was just laying around the house all day today. I said, you know what? Get off your ass. 
go to the beach. Let's do the sunset, which is, look at this thing. God, that's just beautiful. I think that's a sign that Trump's going to win, right? That's like a Donald Trump sunset happening right in front of our eyes. Should Louis C.K., uh, do you think Louis C.K. should be forgiven and taken off of the pay no mind list? Of, of course. Of course. I mean, he's a creep, though. I got to say that, right? I don't think he was uh, convicted of any crime, so I think he should be allowed to work. But the marketplace certainly dictates that crap, and there's a lot of pussies out there in the comedy community. If Louis C.K. is working this club, then I'm not. <laughs> yeah, man. But I, I, I mean, before uh, coronavirus, Louis C.K. was making a damn good comeback in the stand-up world, anyway. But I, I believe uh, Louis C.K. really wants to be back in that whole Hollywood world. He went from giant stand-up comedian to beloved in Hollywood, and that's what hurts the most, I would say, with uh, Louis C.K. Bill Augerman, I just said I finished uh, off the Comedy Store doc. I sure did. I liked it. I'll be honest with you. It was so weird because in the fourth uh, episode, they did a whole thing on Annie Lederman. Is that how you say her last name? And she's a good comic. But it was almost like they felt like they had to like showcase a woman or something like that. And they chose her, which I thought was really weird. And, and they... they it was a huge chunk of time that they they kind of wasted on just following her around and stuff i just thought that part of it was weird the rogan stuff was really good breaking down the whole um carlos mencia stuff and how um joe rogan stuck his neck out and defended uh, ari shafir and his fellow comics because everyone knew that Carlos Mencia was stealing material to the point if uh, Carlos Mencia was at the comedy store, the comics would um, would change their set and just do crowd work because they knew that there was a good chance if it was a really good line or joke that Carlos Mencia would steal it. And Rogan famously called out Mencia in front of everybody at the comedy store. Now, you got to remember, don't forget that when Rogan did this, he did not have the Joe Rogan podcast. Carlos Mencia was way bigger at the time than Joe Rogan. Uh, that's what makes uh, that so ballsy. And because he did that, uh, he left the Comedy Store and didn't perform there for many, many years. And the Comedy Store documentary goes through that whole uh, storyline. And it was very, very fascinating and uh, well done. Casey Anthony, oh God, who are you? Who are you, Ron Berup? How do you say your last name? Ron Berub? Oh, Rube. So Ron uh, Berub, I would say. Casey Anthony was found innocent also. Would you let her watch your kids? I wouldn't let anyone watch my kids. How about that? And what does that have to do with Louis C.K.? I hate people's fucking arguments sometimes. What does that have to do with Louis C.K.? Now I'm pissed off. If Louis C.K. goes on a stage in front of a, an audience and performs his comedy, what the fuck does that have to do with him exposing himself in a green room somewhere? We love Rogan. But, all right. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't love Rogan, but uh, I don't have a problem with Rogan. But your logic with the Louis C.K. and Casey Anthony thing is just dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Whoa, I just got five 
550 stars were up to nice uh, uncle paul what is the uncle paul thing uh, what about ism yeah becky becky knows i'm not a fan of the what about ism either you make a point about trump and then someone goes obama <laughs> what what about obama what does that have to do with our current president if he's fucking up something I'm not that pissed. I'm, I am looking at the view. Thank you. Thank you for focusing me. Live in the moment. Oh, oh, Bob Lord with the OP rules. Thank you, sir. So, uh, all right. What do you guys think, man? Who wins this thing? We're not going to know tonight. Four years ago, we did. When Hillary Clinton had to cancel her party. Brian Bernard, he voted for opiradio.com. Very nice, Brian Bernard. You smart. Hey, Brian, by the way, you give me a lot of stars. Um, somehow you got to give me your address. I want to just send you a little uh, thank you, a little uh, something, something, because I appreciate the support you've uh, given me through all these live streams. But, uh, but Hillary Clinton had to cancel her party and her fireworks display and... She was in a glass building because uh, the thought was that she, you know, women finally broke through the glass ceiling and it was a big bus. <laughs> oh, because women can't get out of their own ways. If you're a woman, why the fuck wouldn't you sacrifice your vote and say, we got to have our first female president? If the women would have just voted for Hillary Clinton, we would have never had Trump. The women blew it. They, they had their first real chance of having a female president in the United States of America, and they tripped over their own dicks. Why would you do that with everything you've been through, women? Why wouldn't you just say, fuck it, she's not ideal, but we could get a woman president finally, and then we'll work out all that other shit after she gets in. And women were like, nope, nope, can't do it. Nope, nope, nope. They are backstabbers, women, right? I think so. That's boomers for you, Rachel says. Women will always hate each other. Well, I, I, I don't know if I could uh, disagree with that. Too many women listen to their husbands. Well, then this time around, oh boy, now I piss off the Trumpers, but Trump's at the rallies and he's talking to the suburban women and saying to the suburban women that he's getting their husbands back to work. <laughs> that should piss off every woman in America. He still doesn't think women should, should have jobs or careers. Oh, I know Hillary sucks. I get it. But that's my point. The women should have got together and said, fuck all that. Let's just get the first uh, female president done and then we'll work out all that other horseshit later. Trump is, uh, Ryan Dill writes, Trump is um, not a great speaker. He's entertaining as all hell, man. I mean, if he loses this thing, he should just travel for the next year having rallies for no good reason and just beat the shit out of Washington. I would go to that in a second. Why not? Why would you stop the rallies? Because now you could just really beat the shit out of Washington. Michael Frank says Trump wins this thing. Uh, no, I don't think we're going to find out tonight either. I, I really don't. Uh, the swing states, you know. 
They got to make up their minds, you know, those stupid swing states. The swing states are like, they're like that person that you go to dinner with and they can't make up their mind. That's what the swing states are. I don't know. Uh, should I have the chicken or should I just get myself a salad? I, I, I don't know. What are you having? I'm having the chicken. Oh, well, I, and then you look at the waiter. Uh, you, you, you think the chicken is tasty? Yeah, it's very good. It's very popular. I, I don't know. Can you maybe read off the specials again? I can't decide. That's the swing states right there. That person at dinner that can't decide on what to goddamn eat. Just order the steak and get it over with. It says steakhouse on the sign outside. What, what, what should you be ordering? Get the goddamn steak. Opie, you have to be a Trump guy. Uh, 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 uh. uh. The fact that he's such an asshole is uh, very problematic to me, and I know I've been an asshole uh, in my career, but that's what makes him very problematic, you know, because I got a, I got some money, I, I'm against cancel culture, but I, but I also think a woman should be able to choose what she should do with her goddamn body. If Florida didn't exist, America would get the results sometime tonight. Comes down to the Cubans again. Somewhere Carl Ruiz is smiling. It's coming down to the goddamn Cubans in, uh, in uh, Miami-Dade, right? They're going to decide this election again. It's either Florida or Pennsylvania deciding this election. Being an ass on the radio is a little different than being an ass as the president. I like this Ryan Dill. He, he's relatively new. He's got my attention. All right, I want to talk about Blue Chew. BlueChew.com, promo code Opie, O-P-I-E, to try it for free. We're talking boners. I don't have a script in front of me. I don't need a script in front of me because I love the Blue Chew. If you're looking for a little boost in bed, well, you might want to try the Blue Chew. BlueChew.com, promo code Opie, O-P-I-E, to try it for free. And you know what? Sometimes I'm on the Blue Chew. Some people need the Blue Chew. Some people just want to be on the Blue Chew. And the good thing about Blue Chew, it's prescribed online by doctors. You don't have to stand in line at the pharmacy with nosy people. It comes to your house in a discreet package, so uh, the neighbors can't be like, Oh, look at the Fred over there. He's getting boner pills. Well, how do you know that? Well, it says boner pills right on the side of the package. Who would do that? That's just stupid. Here's the deal. If you want to feel like, and you want a little boost in bed, then give Blue Chew a try. <laughs> My voice just went, then give Blue Chew a try. Maybe I need the Blue Chew to keep the voice. All right, bluechew.com, promo code Opie, O-P-I-E, to try it for free. Once again, bluechew.com. Promo code Opie, O-P-I-E, to try it for free. I love the Blue Chew. Thank you, BlueChew.com. Promo code Opie, O-P-I-E, to try it for free. Benjamin Tucker. By the way, Benjamin, I uh, Benjamin Tucker is another soldier. He, he uh, supports the podcast. He supports everything I do. He gives me a lot of stars on the Facebook Live. And what did I give uh, Benjamin uh, Tucker? I gave him a signed Sudoku. From um, a few years back, 
when I kept my mouth shut in the studio, so I would play Candy Crush and I would um, and I would uh, do Sudoku puzzles. So I, I sent Benjamin Tucker, thank you, and I sent him a Sudoku. And I also sent him, uh, I sent him something that was very, very special to me. But I figured I would get it, give it to Benjamin Tucker. You see, when I got let go at SiriusXM, we went to Carl's Restaurant in, in uh, Chatham, New Jersey. And Benjamin Tucker was there. We met for the first time. And he was a big fan of Carl's as well. And when Carl died, I got a uh, black bracelet that said Ruizing on it. Are they called bracelets if a guy's wearing it? That Guy Fieri gave me. And I wore that every single day for a year. And one day, right around the anniversary of Carl's death, I took it off right before I went into the shower and I put it on my um, sink. And I never put it on again for whatever reason, which is really strange because I wouldn't leave the house without it. So, uh, Benjamin Tucker, uh, I sent that to you as well. So enjoy that. Uh, and I thank you once again. Carl said to never eat the chef special, Jackson Burns says. That's true, because it's all the stuff that you want to get rid of. It's, it's all the stuff that's getting a bit on the old side. So they throw all sorts of spices and stuff at it uh, to make it taste good. But that is 100% true. I wish I remembered all the stuff that Carl taught me over the years, but that one I do remember. The specials are always the stuff they're just trying to get rid of. Uh, Benjamin Tucker, much appreciated, and thank you for keeping us company. Uh, are you kidding me? I... Uh in a, in, a, in a way, this is the only way I could keep this going after the passing of Carl and Vic Henley. So uh, I thank you guys. It's getting a little mushy, guys. Don't you think? Got the sun going down, and then I'm speaking from the heart. Oh, I don't like showing those emotions. Push them back down. I got to push them back down with a, with, a, uh, <laughs> with, with a bowl of Lucky Charms cereal. Just push those emotions back down. What are you doing? Why are you being so vulnerable? Oh, cool. D. James. My son's 21, and uh, he used to love the Opie and Anthony show, or still does because it's all over the place still. But he also loves the new pod. I like hearing that. Tell him thank you from me. I appreciate that a lot. Graham Crawford uh, says it's okay to have feelings. Of course it is. Solid move for Benjamin. That's awesome. Are you kidding me? If I told you how many stars Benjamin Tucker has given me, it's the least I could do. I threw a little something else in there as well, by the way. Ooh, look at this. Oh, my. Red skies at night. Ooh. What does that mean usually? Does that mean uh, Trump wins this thing? We got red skies at night. Oh, oh, geez. Oh, oh. Oh, 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 oh. Did I get that right? I think I was off a beat. I don't know if that's how it goes, right? Red skies at night. Oh, 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 oh. Sailor's Delight, that too, yes. Oh, you're right, Benjamin Tucker, and the rest of the sky's blue. Uh-oh, is that a blue wall I see? Yeah, let's look at this. Here's the results of the, uh, the election, the presidential election. I got it figured out for everybody. We don't have to wait for the results. I'm looking at the ocean, and we got a thin beautiful red line on the horizon from the sunset and then the rest of the sky is blue very blue michael frank opie do you still talk to dice at all um no uh when 
Dice's career starts dropping back down, I'm sure he'll actually respond to me again. Never had an issue with Dice. When he needed us, oh my God, he would drive me insane how much he used to call me. And I used to have an answer machine back in the day and he would fill the whole fucking thing up and he'd be like, uh, uh, where are you? It's eight o'clock at night on a Tuesday. You gotta be there. And he would just talk to himself on my answer machine. And, uh, and that was nice. And we would talk for hours and, uh, I love talking to Dice. He had a lot of great stories. And then, you know, he had that, uh, second career exploded with the Woody Allen and the Lady Gaga and the Brad Cooper and what else? Uh, Entourage and, uh, I don't know. And then he became really, really famous again and it was Bye Bye Ope. I tried to get him on my podcast. I tried to get him on um, the radio show at the end there and nothing, not even a response. But as soon as, as, soon as that career uh, dips again, uh, he'll, he'll return my calls. If I choose to call him again. <laughs> Ron. Ron. Red skies means what? Set answers to the home of rock and roll. Yeah, what's some of those red songs? What are some of the what are what are some of the great red songs out there? Wow, I don't know if I could think of one. And where's Billy DeTory when I need him? I need rock and roll songs with uh, the word red in it. I was gonna go Sunday Bloody Sunday, but that's technically not a red song. Oh, thank you, Gregory Bogart. It should start and end with red, red wine. That's it. I think that's the only uh, Red Rover come over. No, come on. Rachel, Taylor Swift has a song called Red. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Oh, thank you, Bill Augerman. Red Red Rain by uh, Peter Gabriel is a great song. Little Red Corvette. Okay, now we're, now we're rocking. Now we're rocking on your home of rock and roll. No, we said red, not yellow. Oh, Lady in Red. Okay. Red Barchetta Rush. Very, very good. Uh, 99 uh, Luff Balloons or Red Balloons go by. All right, we'll do that one. Red Barchetta by Rush is a great song, by the way. It really, truly is. 99 Red Balloons. We got that one. We got the Taylor Swift. Don't repeat what other people put in the comments. That guy is just phenomenal. Look at that. That is just beautiful. Didn't you used to be a DJ, Charles Serrato says. Yeah, man. I got decent music knowledge. Vic Henley used to kick my ass all the time. But every once in a while, I would stump him, and that would make my uh, my day. The funny thing is, I should have never been a, um, a music jock. Um, I was more into sports, and um, when we used to cut class in high school with my friends, they couldn't believe uh, the lack of music knowledge I had. True story, they would be cranking Sabbath and Zeppelin and The Doors, and I didn't know shit about any of that I knew kind of top 40 radio from my sister all the songs that were cranking from her room and then when I went to college and I had my first um, music show I panicked because I still didn't know much so uh, I got a bunch of my floor mates I went I went to Geneseo and my dorm was on Onondaga and I, everyone um, came into my room and they wrote down songs I should play on the radio for my first music shift. That's a true story. I still have that piece of paper to this day. 
and they just suggested all these songs and a lot of them I didn't even know they're suggesting David Bowie and all this stuff and I would just write all this stuff down and then I played all those songs and made believe I knew uh, everything about them and that's how I started and then I uh, you know I, I did finally pick up a lot of uh, music knowledge thank God that story I just told you I was only 18 years old at the time all right no one really wants to talk about the Trump Biden everyone's protecting their their vote it is Facebook so you got to protect yourself you don't want to be in the the category of a crazy uncle that just spews all their political stuff on Facebook I understand that and then you you go to family functions and you all talk behind his back <laughs> oh, I just couldn't deal it anymore I had to unfollow him I had a I had a uh, defriend him <laughs> how many people have had that conversation <laughs> I just couldn't take it anymore <laughs> you had to mute people yeah I got a few very close to me that uh, we had a we had a we had a tap out of just couldn't take it anymore oh my god the water's red too look at this shit oh so I'm walking the dog a little while ago, and as you can see, there's literally no one out here today. There's a fisherman over there. There was one over here, and there was nobody for as far as the eye could see. And I'm walking my dog near the water about an hour ago, and this this woman's walking, and she just starts taking pictures of me and my dog. So I call her out on it. I go, I go, you just took our picture. I, I don't like that. She goes, no, I didn't. The only picture I took was that fisherman. And she turned all the way around to point. I think it's the same guy. That guy's been there for a while. I go, I saw you point your camera at us and take our picture. She goes, no, I didn't. I'm like, oh, my God. So I, I called her out on it. And now I'm the problem. Now I'm the problem. So we just walked away. And then now she's mad at me. Because she wanted more pictures of my dog, especially. Everybody wants to take pictures of my dog. And uh, she just walked off huffing and puffing. So so now it's my problem? Really? I live out here because I, I don't want to be bothered. I don't want I don't want you pointing a camera at me and, and taking my picture. Although she really wanted the picture of the dog. But, you know, the picture, I could see it now. She was probably thinking, man, this is my photography, man. I'm an artist. And this guy's walking his dog. I, I got to get this picture. Man's best friend. Man and man's best friend. That's what I'm going to title this picture. When I develop it in my dark room, man. Did you take my picture? No, I didn't. I, I won't... What do you say to that when you when you catch someone red-handed and they go, no, I didn't. You're like, then what did I see? Oh, oh, this is what she said, too. I forgot. Okay, she goes, I was taking a picture of the sunset. And I'm like, that's behind you. I forgot that part. I go, that's behind you. You were pointing the camera this way. The sun doesn't go down this way. Figures. Of course, the only person I saw on the beach earlier... I get in a, a, a confrontation with. Of course I do. Chad Moeller, boo, picture lady sucks. Yes, she does. Brian Bernard, that sky looks sick. Yeah, it does today, man. We had really, really crappy weather out here for the last three or four days, which makes this not fun at all. You're just stuck in your house. It was cold and windy. Dog had a shit everywhere. 
Oh, I got another dog story, and then I'll let you guys go. I was going to leave, but this guy is so good. It's so stupid to turn it off now. So um, my dog's friend, you know, the dog that uh, he 69's with, and my fishing buddy. It's my fishing buddy's dog. He's got a nice little family, and uh, our dogs get along. And they like to 69 each other on the beach. True story. And they mouth kiss. It's really strange. Why mouth kiss when you could... Okay. Um, anyway, so they leave. I think they're finally done. They're not going to be back out here until probably March. Unless the coronavirus gets out of control in New York City. That's, that's their thought process. So they left. They left Halloween. And everyone was really sad because we really get along with these people. And uh, my dog really loves their dog. And I think I told you guys, but um, uh, my, my fishing buddy's uh, wife made a nice Halloween for my kids and their kid and other kids here on the beach. Just a whole bunch of bags filled with candy and the kids ran around grabbing, uh, grabbing the bags so they could salvage, a, you know, Halloween a bit. So she put all that together. So obviously it came from her house, which is important to the story. So, um, we threw the candy in a room for a few days. I know, but we're just being a little cautious. So the, the candy's in, in, a, in a room downstairs where the dog doesn't go. The dog got loose, ran into that room, saw the bags of candy, smelled his friend that he's 69's with, and decided he had to pee all over the Halloween candy. <laughs> Dogs are just animals. <laughs> There's no other way to, to put it. They're just animals. <laughs> just peed all over. And, and the, they, these bags were relatively medium size. And each kid probably had seven or eight of them. So there were a lot of bags. And he made sure he got pee on every single bag. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, thanks for the thumbs up and the, and the laughs. Another true story good boy you're saying my dog's a good boy for doing that it made me laugh my, my wife was upset i just started laughing but then again where was i uh i think i was doing a live stream when all that chaos happened so by the time i came home it was all cleaned up so of course i'm gonna laugh about it because she, she had to deal with all that all right guys I think it's, uh, I think we gotta call it. That's pretty cool, man. That is a nice sunset. Yeah, Desiree, she goes, that's beautiful. It, it, I'm speechless. That never gets old, man. Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo. <laughs> 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 <laughs>